Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talent Talks. I'm Rob Adams, and today we are joined by Colin Baker, who recently joined Wilton & Bain as a partner in their London office. Mr. Baker works primarily in the global technology officer's practice, which focuses on hiring senior executives in technology, data, digital, AI, and cyber, amongst other industries. The companies are often going through technology transformations as well as high-growth technology organizations. Colin, welcome to the show. Great to be here, Rob. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for your time. Transformation leadership is your expertise, and I'm sure you have a lot to share today. So if you don't mind, let's just get right to the questions. And, and right off the bat, what exactly is transformational leadership? So I think... Um you know, to define, and this isn't just applicable to technology, but I think you apply terminology like, you know, it's, it's an approach to drive positive change, essentially, in individuals and, and organizations. Um, and I think in this day and age where technology is at the center of most business transformation that we see uh, across industry sector, it's a really, really critical, um, you know, behavioral mindset, leadership, skill set uh, that's absolutely critical in this day and age. Now, to to that end, how do you find transformational leaders in the technology sector, and what are the particular challenges that you come up with? It's, it's an interesting one, and really, you know, as, as executive search, uh, as an executive search headhunter business, you know, it's our job to be well networked um, across the space. So we spend a lot of time and effort They're building our networks, building relationships with individuals within a, a plethora of organisations across industry sector. Um, within that, we're looking to try and understand you know, our market and then where, where are the success stories, especially in areas like transformation, because as I mentioned before, it's such a, such a critical area as businesses try to reinvent themselves in the digital age. Um, typically, we'll use you know, our network to identify individuals who are at the, the heart of some of those, those stories and those, those success stories in, in transformation and, and using sort of feedback, looking at the outputs from some of the projects perhaps that they've run, uh, feedback on their leadership style, etc. Um, you know, we, we'll use that to pinpoint some of these individuals that we need to reach out and, and build relationships with and get to know. Um, sometimes that's easy. You know, we'll find that um, you know it's very clear who who that individual was and what they were responsible for. And sometimes it's you know it's not as obvious. And there are you know, you'll find that there are individuals. Uh, further down an organization perhaps, perhaps not, maybe not getting perhaps all the recognition, but doing a lot of the work and, uh, you know, the unsung heroes perhaps we, we call them sometimes and, and therefore we, 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 we might need to do some more digging to kind of get further down the organization. That's kind of how we, how we kind of try to identify them. The next piece really for us is then around kind of how do you assess and how do you, uh, really make sure that they, they can do and have the attributes that we would look for yeah, in a leader like this. And so that's really been down to uh, some of the partners, consultants, et cetera, spending time with these individuals, understanding, you know, really, you know, competency-based interviewing, understanding their, um, you know, the, the work they've done, real-life examples, looking at their track record, uh, and trying to get a sense of, you know, where they've really made an impact and how they've done it, you know, where they've made mistakes, how did they learn from it. What was the output? Would they do it again differently? You know, if they had the opportunity, that kind of stuff. And then, you know, our job really is then to understand um, their motivation and purpose behind that, and then compare and contrast with our knowledge of the market, and you know, rank that individual, uh, and, and in terms of uh, you know how they would score against a broader 
um, set of competitor criteria. And the last piece really then is confirming and verifying that data. You know, so we might do that through formal referencing or through our network, etc. Um, but that's that tends to be that tends to be how we would do it. Obviously, we we don't want to give away any secrets. We you, and you don't have to name names, but you highlighted uh, some success stories and. What are the characteristics of transformational leaders that you have recruited? What and what separates them from the rest? Um, but there's a number of different things, and you know, again, you, you, you'll, people can read this stuff on the internet or whatever. But you'll find that um, a lot of people that um, that are successful that have, that have this kind of skill set, they are typically or they can demonstrate, or they can, they're very inspirational type people. They have ideally idealized attributes and behavior, i.e., yeah, they're a role model, right? People want to be like them. They walk the walk. So whether that's, you know, how they engage with the team, uh, you know, perhaps leading from the front, um, usually they, they, they're very purpose-driven. They create a very clear vision of what it is they're trying to achieve for the team and um, for the organization. I think also they tend to come across as very authentic in that style, right? So it doesn't feel like it's contrived or put on. Um, you know, people aren't. You know, people can see through that you know, very, very quickly. Um, and they'll adapt their style as they as they kind of work with their with their team. You know, they adapt. They understand people, so they know how to adapt that style and work with and get the most out of uh, people. So really, what it comes down to is that, that inspirational, motivational type piece, helping people really understand. Um, like what is the vision? What are we trying to do here? How does that link back to my job on a day-to-day basis? And they'll tend to communicate um, you know, consistently about uh, and link those you know, individuals' jobs back to the goal so people really understand where they're going. Um, and then tying that back in again to, to the people and team and the conversation, it, it then becomes about, well, how do we help develop you? How do, how do I make sure that you know, you're going the direction you want to go, that you're learning uh, and challenging yourself in the right way and that you're going to get the opportunities that you want. So they very tend to be very strong in areas like that. Um, the consistent messaging, I said, you know, communications, I think, is, is good. Career development. I think, also, I think the other piece is really around um, curiosity. You know, these people tend to always want to learn and always are learning. Like they never feel they're, they're the finished article, so they'll be soaking out information from all kinds of things to help try and round out their skill set. Again, that tends to cascade down into the team because they see the individuals kind of pushing themselves into other areas, and I think they feel they want to do that. Um, one other piece I would mention, I think, is just sort of around kind of in inverted commas in, in innovation. But I think really what I mean by that is just creativity and you know, challenging their teams to think differently about how they solve problems or how they think about certain situations and perhaps as well as getting advice, looking at things differently, um, just challenging themselves, you know, creating intellectual stimulation around around problem solving. I think that's also a key part of giving people responsibility and ownership of those of those uh, challenges is, uh, is a critical piece as well. Sounds like some very talented people that you're you're able to get involved with, and that's all means things are things are working. I guess that's fair to say. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. And, it's, um, you know, it, it is difficult sometimes to really, to your earlier question about how do you get to the bottom of that stuff. And I think you really have to, you know, drive, dive in at the top, you know, ask very open-ended questions and really sort of delve down into the detail to get to the, the real outcome. Um, but, uh, you know, after a while in this industry, you start to learn, you start to learn how and where and, you know, which buttons to push to kind of get the answers that you're looking for. 
So, Colin, can one learn to be a transformational leader or are the skills innate? I mean, how, you know, how does that work? And if one can learn, how so? Mm. It's a really good question. And, um, you know, I've thought about this one a lot and uh, thinking about how, how that works. I think there are some people who are, look, they're natural leaders, okay, and whether you want to call transformational leaders or whatever, they're, they're natural leaders. They have a, a, a tendency and a need to be, um, you know, at the top, directing, you know, being followed. They, they like that. But that's different, I think, to, to what we're talking about here. And also, leadership qualities tend to develop anyway over time. Like, it isn't something, maybe a born, finished, complete leader. So it is something that you, you can develop, I, I, I believe. And I think, kind of looking around, I think a lot of industry would agree. So, I think it is something you can um, you can grow your experience and talent. I think it comes back to the piece I just mentioned about you know, always learning and always challenging yourself and pushing in, into new directions that you feel are additive to your um, you know, to your skill set. So I think um, you know as to how people can do that, I think by their, they themselves having strong role role, role models to follow uh, is critical. So you know modelling and and um, Chasing aspirational behaviors that they see in the leaders that they kind of grew up under, I think, is, is critical. Um, people, you know, I've often heard it say, you know, leaders are made, not born. I think there is an element of that as well. Um, and I think it takes commitment, right? I think it takes commitment by that individual to push and challenge and learn. I think it also, depending on the organizations they work for, it takes commitment on their part as well, right? It doesn't always suit an organization sometimes, or perhaps they're not set up in the right way to help people. Really really um, grow their leadership skill set. Um, but, it, you know, if, if on both parts you have that commitment, I think it's really important. I think it can work really, really well. Um, somebody somebody said to me, you know, it's a little bit like playing an instrument. Like when you're a kid, you know, your parents either made you play the piano and sat over you and made you practice, or, you know, you, you were the kid that just wanted to, to do it because you loved doing it. I think that's, that's the bit, like, even if you don't have all the skills, to start with, if you really, really want to and you love doing it, you know, people will push themselves and they will learn, um, you know, how to how to inspire, how to create vision, how to get people to follow them. Um, and I think in, in this modern world where more and more of the organizations that we work with are um, they're less command and control, right? You, you, you lead and manage through, through influence. Uh, you don't necessarily own the resource. Um, that you're trying to drive the outcomes from, and therefore that's a completely different skill set from you know, even sort of 10, 15 years ago, where a lot of senior managers we would see would be command and control type people. Right? You know, I own it. I'm setting out the objectives. I'm going to tell you, and you're going to do it because you work for me. That's that's it. And you know, those days are kind of phasing out rapidly. Right? But just, that's just uh, the need for that kind of skill set is just uh, dwindling. And you mentioned the modern world, which got me to thinking uh, about, you know, today versus the past. And, and in that way of thinking, is finding transformational leadership more important today than it might have been in the past? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, I, I think, you know, based on some of the comments I've made there and, uh, you know, the changes that we see happening across industry. And, you know, I come back to the point around technology, you know, it's um, – it's front and center of most business change in this day and age because you can drive, you know, efficiency, um, growth, uh, your, your, you know, better customer experiences, etc. And it all comes down to, you know, the use of technology within the organization. So 
Yeah, look, I, th- I think it is. Um, I think it's more important. It's more prevalent. There's high demand for it, um, and I think to be successful, you know, in, in that space, leaders leaders themselves have to be transformational, right? So they have to they have to want to be they have to want to change something. They have to want to create positive change within an organisation, um, and you know, we uh, we see that happening an awful lot now. Um, as I said, the command and control piece is out. It's about it's about leading from the front through influence. Um, and I don't think it's ever been more critical than being friendly. Anything you'd like to add as we begin to wrap up? No, I think um, yeah, it's a really interesting. I think it's a really interesting time in the market. Um, as I say, in technology, we're looking for the thing we get asked for most is is this kind of leadership. Um, it, it's the it's the defining aspect of. I think great leaders, not managers, not not people who are directing activities, but people who are genuinely building high-performing teams, um, highly motivated teams, uh, people that want to really, really deliver and themselves grow and become that person themselves. And I think that's uh, an exceptional time. Technology is at the front and center of this. Uh, It's creating a lot of opportunities. And business and CEOs are, are recognizing that need. And... I think we've seen a lot of the um, a lot of the roles that we would typically recruit for being elevated to you know, very very senior, very centre stage well, uh, positions on boards and so on and so forth because because of that change. And um, long may it continue. You know, we're looking forward to working more with our with our clients over the coming months and years to helping them find these great people. Well, Colin, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. Thanks for your time. You're absolutely welcome. Thank you. That was quite the exploration of transformational leadership and certainly has broadened at least my perception of recruiting for high-growth technology organizations. This is unfortunately all the time that we have today on Talent Talks. Colin, I appreciate you taking the time to speak with me today and want to thank you again for joining us and providing such relevant information for our listeners in this tech-driven world. Alongside Colin Baker of Wilton & Bain, I'm Rob Adams, and this is Talent Talks. Talent Talks.